0: Welcome to Being Bipolar. I'm your host Doobie. I'm going to introduce you into my madness, and hopefully it'll help you with yours. I'm back, bitches. That's right. Now, I've been away for a while because I've had my own mental issues and situations and all that shit come up, and, um... I had a night terror that took me down and I could not get back up. It's taken me a couple of months to rehab mentally. Actually, my wife has come back to help, to be a part of my life again. And I'm finally able to start talking about it. I had a night terror that woke me up, literally, with my mother right in my face, telling me how... Bad of an individual, I really am. Everything worthless about me my past, my future, and nothing about my present. So, but the world came crumbling down in one night. All the barriers that I had built up to protect me from those thoughts of my mother, which is the root of all my issues. And it's no fault to anybody's, it's just, we all have mommy, daddy issues. It's just how they develop. And when you're mentally ill, they go three, fourfold. So with my mother waking me up, yelling at me and telling me who I am and who I'm not, broke down the walls that I had developed Through the therapy, uh, especially, uh, through the everyday process when I was in prison, realizing what I had and what was going on. So, these walls, when they came come, when they came tumbling down on me, I, I lost it. I lost communication with everybody. I wasn't able to think straight. Um... I had to do therapy twice a week. Realization that all of it came from when I was going through puberty and developing my my own mental issues. Through therapy, I realized it's not only my mother, but with my father. At an early age, my mother and father, uh, you know, they got divorced. And it was at the same time that I was trying to develop my own thought process with I thought everything was normal the voices, the illusions, everything was normal to me but it was pointed out that at an early age with a divorce that I had to step in and be the man of the house now to a kid who's trying to figure out who he is and what he's about, not knowing a thing about being a man and Quite, to be honest with you, most men don't know how to be a man until you're 50, 40, somewhere around there. I don't know. And everybody has their own definition of being a man. But at the age of 13, when I'm going through puberty like a big bitch, thanks to BBC and, you know, good old Benny Hill. Well, but... When I was given the role of man of the house, at that early age, that actually put in more pressure than I realized. I just, I would go out in the woods more with the shotgun and my dog Penny, and we just just scope the whole area around the house. And I thought that was being a man, protecting my family and shit like that. But all in all, I had no idea what I was getting into. My own, I stayed with my mom just like my sister did. And we, well, we had our own issues. But as I was developing and being a big part of what a man should be, <clears throat> it's hard as I look back because I had no one, male figure, to help and figure things out, and I had to develop that on my own as well. And I was getting it from not only my mother, but my sister as well. I mean, I was being raised by two women that were pretty strong, and yet come to find out that they had their own mental health issues that they were dealing with. And that's when my mother and I developed this, you know, distraction towards each other. I was never good enough. So, the breakdown. The breakdown was all about my mind letting me know that it still has the power. It's my mind telling me that no matter what I do, I am going to go south. I am going to deteriorate. Now. My therapist and I are in somewhat of agreement about that because of the disease and its nature. But my psychiatrist and the people that are trying to get my meds straight are telling me that they can stop the mind deterioration with the proper drugs. Now, to me, that's horseshit because the mind has its own plan. It ha- it develops its own way. If you're going to give obstructions, uh, I guess you're going to put walls up, but yet I'm living proof that the walls come tumbling down, you know? Uh, this is like uh, that Humpty Dumpty scenario. But that comes later right now I'm still working on the only thing that is helping is my music and that's what I'm going to start working more on with the po- podcasting is that music and mental health are a symbiotic of sorts uh, the reason why I say that is because we all of us enjoy music one way or another it's just in us. It's in our DNA ever since they were pounding sticks and bones in the caves. Okay, so we all know that certain music to each individual gives them a good feeling, a hope. You know, and, and there are people out there like myself who enjoy multiple genres of music because of the way we were raised. The greatest music that I personally believe was ever written or played or recorded were done between the 70s and the 90s. And that is the generation that I hope and pray will bring some kind of light into this dark world. Anyways, my mental, uh, my mental status is good so far now. And I'm working on building custom guitars. I'm working on building the name brand of Doobie and uh, Armstrong and I am developing therapy more therapeutic ways let's just put it that way I'm dealing with what I keep bottled up inside and, and it's a lot of times not by choice I don't keep these things bottled up it, more or less my mind giving me a safe zone to deal with and having that safe zone, it, I got used to it. And it, it has been years since I've really dealt with a trauma like that. But it happened. And those walls, I'm trying to rebuild. But in the same sense, I'm going in a different direction. Because now that I'm older, I have a better surrounding. Because I know what my triggers are. The issue that comes up is that since all those walls came tumbling down and I've been trying to work on rebuilding them, have my triggers changed? You know, I mean, all in all, there were certain things that, no matter what I tried to do, they would trigger my manic status. They would trigger rage, anger. Then I would see and hear things that developed more of that emotion. Like, if I was in a fit of rage, then my mind would start thinking more and more of things that would keep me fired up. You know, stoking up that, that fire, that, that rage, my mind is going to do because it wants that release. But that release is so violent and dangerous. And you're noticing it more and more in the news. A lot of people are just lashing out. They don't know how to release. So it's becoming a violent nature. But there are other ways. There are other things going on um, with therapy, with medications. The biggest thing that a lot of people don't tell you until now is that observing your friends, knowing who they are, be more open with the people you're surrounded with. Let them in more. Talk to them. And they will talk back. You have to be the one to start it. And I'm finding that out through therapy. We do... (laughs) There's a group of guys we all get together. And we talk. And that's all we do is we talk. And there's no real hidden line that we go by. Uh, Yeah, it's just we... Whatever comes to our head. And we've had some great conversations. And then we've had some scary ones, you know. But the fact that we're talking is therapy in itself. And the, the guys that are all together with this are realizing that, you know, we're not alone. And in the human race, that's one thing that we are not made to be is alone. Why do you think there's billions of people, humans, out there? So, I'm just waiting for Bigfoot. You know, once we get Bigfoot established, then this world will be a better place. Also, the fact that we have more and more proof of alien life. And it really doesn't matter, people, because this planet is going to hell in a handbasket and everybody's mental health is being stressed. There's so much going on in this world of wars, people getting killed, and all this horse shit. And everyone's mental health is, I would say, affected by it um, in one way or another. And this is the most stressful time for anybody developing mental issues or tics or you would you're noticing a lot more openness about these things that are developing over the last 40 50 years we're getting better medication but yet the mental health community is suffering because nobody wants to work in it there's no real money and we're in an America people, America is all about making that dollar bill and do you think therapists and psychiatrists want to spend 4 to 10 years in college just to make 36000 a year plus bonus, whatever come on man you spend $250,000 on a college education and you're only getting paid $50,000 a year, wow, good old America, right, but back to the mental health, the thing about it is that the people that you're surrounded by are going to notice, and I was alone when it happened, when my terror hit me, I was in bed alone, I lived alone, and that's one of the reasons I believe i suffered so severely. I didn't come out of my bedroom for three days. I didn't eat until I got violently sick because of the fact of anxiety and wanting to just stay in bed. I lost it. But, anywho, I'm back at the program, I'm dealing with dealing. Um, and that's all I'm really going to say about it for now. Um, but when it comes to these podcasts coming up, I'm just going to do the mental health with music, the two things I know best in life. Um, I will be probably working on guitars while I'm doing a podcast. I might even do some YouTubing of both. I don't know yet, um... I want to make sure that I get a fan base going stronger before I do the YouTube, which would probably make it more stronger. But, um, on Facebook, I'm always active. I'm on Instagram now, too. And the world is a vampire. Basically, it's going to suck you dry. You got to keep that blood flowing. So... Alright, peeps, I love you, I will talk to you all later, take care, and peace be with you, bye now. This is the end of the program, where I basically tell you this is the end of the program. So, you will stop listening now because it's the end of the program. Remember, this is the end of the program. So subscribe, if you want to hear more, get a hold of me. But this is the end of the program, so stop listening. This is it. Welcome to Doobie's Madness. This is the end of the program, so you can stop listening now. It's okay.